Just about one year ago today, my aunt made her very first visit to Poland. It was a very exciting experience as she had never been outside of the United States. So I wanted to show her the entire country, everything Poland had to offer. With that, we visited Lublin. And uh, not to give you a spoiler here, but my aunt made the insane decision of standing on Lublin's death rock. You can see it right there. And uh, this is a decision that she would come to deeply regret as a few weeks later, she almost lost her life. So on today's episode of Cult America, I invite you to discover my aunt's experience of touching Lublin's death rock. And Chrissy, welcome to the program. It's your second time here on Cult America. You appeared in the uh, Standing in Three States at Once episode years ago. And uh, today I would like to recall your visit to Poland and, of course, your harrowing story of standing on Lublin's death rock. But if we go back to the start, tell me what it was like to come here. What was your first impression arriving in Poland? Uh, I have never been to Europe, you know, so... Um... Boy, I was anxious, um, slept in the flight, which was a good thing. So I arrived fresh and um, it was amazing to step on, um, you know, my my family's home ground. You know, it was great and uh, old historical. Um, uh, it, it was just amazing. It was just amazing. I made a bit of a mistake in the intro because I said that it was a year ago today, but actually it was in February uh, kind of shortly after the war broke out in Ukraine. So you also had the interesting experience of, you know, seeing the various convoys driving around, all the political chaos in Warsaw. But we made a special effort to show you around the country. Now, before we went to Lublin, where you foolishly stepped on the death rock, can you share with our viewers some of the other things you saw here? Um, well, you know, my family, you, my, my uh, your Kasha, my great nieces, um, that was probably, well, that was the best part of the trip. You know, seeing you guys, hugging you, it had been years. Um, then, you know, we hung out. My, my great nieces took me around Warsaw, which was fantastic. Uh, couldn't get enough. I think I bothered them with all the photos I was taking. You know, they're like, put away your camera and just enjoy life. You know, it's hard to do because I like to recapture the moments and enjoy all the photos. And then, um, you, my nephew, took me to Krakow, um, and well, we had gone to the mountains, and then we went to Krakow, where that was an experience in itself, because I thought you were going to stay with me, and you didn't. You dropped me off, said, bye, Aunt Chrissy, have a good time. I'm like, uh, I don't speak the language um, by myself. I'm in Europe. I don't travel. So I was nervous, well, and he yeah. laughed, and he you might not speak Polish, but you speak too goddamn much. And we had spent a week together in a car driving around. So I was like, all right, a little independent time is not bad. Um, you have right. a fuzzy memory, as I see, but I can help you recall. You arrived uh, to Warsaw, saw everything there was to see. And then you went with my wife to northern Poland, to the Hell Peninsula, to Sopot. Uh, you saw Melbourne Castle. 
arrived back in Warsaw, and then we got in the car where I took you to Lublin, Stolovola, Przemysl, Zaszów, Wieliczka, Zakopane, Kraków. But it was that stop in Lublin that I want to uh, discuss with you right now. And maybe just to jog your memory a little bit, I showed you a pretty famous attraction there in Lublin. Uh, what, can you, what, what do you recall about this moment? To the left, not the one to the right yet. Um, yes, I remember that well, to the left, yes. Um, so we read the historical um, plaque, um, Stone of Misfortune. And of course, you know, I was all about picture taking and fun. And, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, right. Take a picture of me on the rock. This will be fun. And you're, you were sort of hesitant, you know, like, Aunt Chrissy, I don't know if you should do that really. Oh, you know, it's so, just, it's nothing, you know? Um, yeah, you know, I had no fear of it. Didn't believe in it. This is fine. Everything's going to go well. This will be a fun, funny picture to share with everybody when I get home. Um, yeah, little did I know that I think that stone almost took my life. <laughs> yeah, well, I think so too, because um, when you arrived back in the United States, uh, our other aunt, your sister, uh, Aunt Bonnie, contacted me and she was like, you know, Chrissy would kill me if uh, she knew that I was talking to you about this, but like, did you guys do something weird in Poland? Because she's really, really sick, and the doctors don't know what's wrong with her. And I, you know, I was kind of scared. And I know that you're, you wouldn't want to worry us, which is silly. You should have told us. Mm -hmm. But she said that you were, you were actually in the hospital. So, I mean, this this story is funny in a morbid way, uh, only because you survived. But what, what happened when you arrived back in the United States? Um, I actually have a picture. Well, I was up for probably 36 hours, um, on the flight home and traveling. So I never slept and I have a photo of me when I got home and I looked healthy and well and happy and it's a nice photo. And two days later, I got an immediate fever of like 104.6 and I was sort of delusional, um, very sick, uh, so that was like two days. And then I went to the doctor, you know, two days later, fever wasn't going down, taking Tylenol. And um, they did an x-ray and said, um, you have you have pneumonia, there's something in your chest, you need to go to the hospital. You know, so um, was sent to the hospital where I was there for two days, two or three days. Um, small town, not a great hospital. So they sent me home three days later I still had 102.8 fever, um, was no better. Went we back should to my probably doctor. clarify that that's Fahrenheit, not Celsius. Oh, right. Fahrenheit, Fahrenheit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so went to my doctor two days later, uh, did another x-ray, and he said, um, we have to send you to um, University of Madison Hospital, which is about an hour and a half drive, um, big hospital, um, um, prestigious, good doctors. Uh, so I was there for a week. Um, when the doctors came in, you know, they had known that I just returned from the trip to Poland. And so they were real concerned. I'm, I'm healthy. I'm fairly young. And they couldn't imagine what would be wrong with me, why I would be so sick. Um, so they actually put me in quarantine, 
you know, so everybody would come in all masked and gowned and it was, it was creepy it was scary and really creepy. And, um, I, I was so sick. I, I couldn't lay on my side, either side, the pressure, the pain, um, coughing, high fever, sweats, uh, awful, just awful. I was getting worse instead of better. And they were giving me um, IVs with uh, antibiotics. They changed the antibiotics like three times because none were working. And that was yeah. the fear because nothing was working on me. Um, when the doctors were questioning me and they were, they, I can't even, they must have done, I don't know, 30 tests for all, you know, all kinds of different things that could be wrong with me, tuberculosis, on and on. And um, I told one of the physicians in the beginning um, that I returned from Poland and I told them about the misfortune stone, the stone of misfortune. And um, he laughed and apologized for laughing because I was very <laughs> sick. And, uh, but he thought, I said, I think this is what happened to me. And so after I told him that, every nurse, um, every physician that came into my room happened to walk into my room and said, oh, yeah, so we heard about the stone of misfortune. And everybody laughed. And everyone, they must have been talking about it outside at the desk because they all were laughing and they all came in my room. And first thing they said was, yeah, yeah, we know why you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that well, was my uh, diagnosis. When when you finally admitted to being sick, very stoic, you know, keeping it to yourself, but I knew what was going on because our family gossips. Uh, I I thought, geez, she really shouldn't have fucked with that death stone, you know, or the the stone of yeah. misfortune. And the first thing you you texted me was like, Ryan, <laughs> what did you say? Something something along the lines of Ryan, if if only I could take back touching that that death rock. It's no joke. You know, some something along those lines, right? So, right. I I feel like it should be taken with a air of seriousness, quite honestly. Uh, you know, after going through what you went through. So you didn't die, though. Uh, thank God. What was the recovery process like from that? It seems like you got a warning from the death rock. How did you come back to your good health? Um, I did get a warning, you know, and it, it took a long time, you know, positive energy, um, friends, excellent physicians. Um, you know, I, I have permanent injuries, actually, you know, from from it. Um, I lost a lot of my hearing in my right ear. Um, I didn't know that. I still don't hear right. Um, you know, it, it won't come back, you know. So, you know, there's still, and you know, I, and my lung actually has um, scar tissue, which will never go away, you know. So, um, like, every six months I have to go for x-rays, you know, for my lungs to make sure everything is fine and operating well, you know. So I feel good, you know. It probably took me about three months to get back to myself, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, lethargic, you know, shortness of breath, you know. Well, I think we should also share with the viewers that your looks are kind of deceptive. You're 50, how old now? 50? Uh, 56. 56, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And no no cosmetic surgery or anything like that. So you're just blessed oh, with, you. with, oh with, with natural youth, I think. Um <laughs> So but my point in bringing that up is like uh, 56, uh, serious pneumonia, scar tissue in the lungs. This is a serious thing. And I, I want to ask you a rather serious question. Um, 
because there's no telling how fast the Death Rock delivers its uh, you know, mission, if, if, you, if that's a way to say it. Do you feel that you've survived the Death Rock, or do you think that it's a, like ongoing process? Um, I definitely survived it. You know, I, I think it gave me, um, I think it's sticking with me, the death rock, death rock though, you know, with, with my permanent damage, you know, like yeah. never forget what you did. Don't do it again. Pass on the warning to other people, you know, take it seriously. You know, there are historical stories about it for a reason. Yeah, that's death right. Well, I hadn't considered it previously, but uh, I really, really hope that the Lublin Death Rock just gave you a warning, gave you some scars, right? You learned your lesson. Uh, Polish people are so right. hospitable. Like, I can't imagine that even the Death Rock would want to kill someone who came here to visit. Um, but um, I hope that it's not like a sadistic kind of spell where it takes three years to get you. And then we think, oh, we're <laughs> case closed, you know, and then three years later, something develops in your lungs. So... Uh, Having gone through that in your visit to Poland, if we go back to Lublin next time you visit, because I, I do expect that you'll come back here, uh, are you going to tempt fate? Good question. Um, I decided not to. I thought about it, you know, like <laughs> tempting it again and, and seeing if, it, if, if it's truly true, you know. But after what happened to me... Um, Yes, I, I'm fearful, and I'm I, well fearful and respectful, very respectful of the of the misfortune stone. So, I want to bring it an offering, you know, um, not me standing on top of it, not that kind of offering, um, flowers, um, um, kolachkis, you know, something special for the yeah. stone. It's it's not a bad idea to come and uh, humble yourself before the stone, but even when you're laying flowers. I wouldn't mess with touching that thing. Now, there's another side to this story, okay? We've taken into consideration that uh, my aunt almost passed away because of Lublin's cursed stone of misfortune, but there were some circumstances before you got sick uh, that perhaps uh, affected the outcome. So, yes. as I um, told the viewers earlier, you crossed the whole country. Um, it was your first time out, came back to Warsaw, and um, what conditions may have caused you to get that pneumonia? Um, I wanted to take in all the sites and history and everything that I can see. So um, I was running nonstop. Um, didn't sleep much. Didn't really take breaks to eat much, you know. So I was sort of wearing myself a little bit thin. You know, um, I think what did me in towards the end... Um, um, you know, weakened me maybe, you know, to, um, for the misfortune stone to, um, really do some injury to me. Um, president Biden, his motor, he was, um, in Poland and Warsaw and I've never seen a motor cage in my life or been close to a president. And so I was super excited. And as you remember, you know, begged you, can we go, can we go, can we see it? And so we ran there and, um, Oh, I'm sorry. Prior to that, um, I had waited the day before when he was supposed to come and didn't know what time he was going to go through. So I think I was there from maybe two in the afternoon. It was cold, damp. Um, I was outside the whole time 
and I got so tired and cold, I went into a cafe and I got a cup of coffee and I was exhausted and I sat like in the back of the coffee shop and I ended up falling asleep and I woke up and there's all this commotion. It's, you know, empty. Everybody's like leaving. And I walked outside and I missed the motor cage. I fell asleep after standing out there eight hours in the freezing cold, talking to news people, um, and I missed it. And I went back to my room and you called because you had gone looking for me and couldn't find me. And I was crying. I was worried we, you were you gone all day. All day. All yeah. day. And it was raining. Yes. It was cold. And you were outside. Yes. yes. And then, Chrissy, yes. I told you, like, there's no sense in waiting in front of uh, Hilton all day. Like, Biden is in Zeshuf now. He's not even in Warsaw. <laughs> but you were, like, gung-ho. <laughs> you were not going to miss this freaking motorcade. You stood there all day. Right. Went to a cafe. Fell asleep. And then, boop. They just zipped right by you. Um, right. You actually extended your trip to see this, so you were hellbent. And um, it's not the end of the story because there was day two, right? He was going to drive down right. Novi Sviat, I knew this, to make a speech. Right. Yeah. So we ran there. Um, almost missed it. We ran. Oh, that was funny, too. So we ran there, worried we're going to miss it. And... Um, I, I love my coffee, you know, and if people watched another episode of your show, Three States at Once, they would know that, you know, so yeah. it's all about coffee, coffee, coffee. So we get there and we're waiting for the motorcade and you said, oh, you know, I think I'm going to just stop in that cafe and get a cup of coffee. And, and I'm like, um, well, I'll go with you. And you were like, this is crazy. You might miss it again, you know, and I'm like, I'll just keep looking out. And so we went in the cafe and I, I always like taking risks in life. Uh, I think I need to really think about the risks I take, like the, um, the stone. Yeah, um, I'd say so. <laughs> but we got our coffee. That was a risk that worked out really well for me because I had my coffee and I got to see Biden. Yeah, exactly. Well, I love it. Like, um, I'd just like to add a couple of details because uh, you waited out there the whole day. You already said you weren't feeling the best. You went back to your room. Um, you were like so upset that you missed the motorcade that you turned off your phone. There's no getting in contact with you. So I came to your hotel and I was knocking on the door. The next day, after all that, like you extended your trip for this thing, paid money, uh, left your uh, partner waiting, fucking um, lost sleep, stood out in the miserable rain. And then as like... We're moments away from the presidential motorcade coming down Novi Sviat. Like you could already hear the sirens somewhere off there in the distance. There was a stillness. The police had the road blocked off. I'm like, do you want to tempt fate? Get a coffee? And you're like, yes. <laughs> and we went. <laughs> but we saw the motorcade, and uh, it was it was pretty exciting. Later that day. Oh, I was cleaning out my garden, and this was when I think you started feeling bad because you're like, oh, I feel kind of feverish. I feel gross. I don't feel right. You didn't even really want to go out to eat that night. So um, it's hard to say uh, if uh, you almost died because you waited for the presidential motorcade to pass or if it was because you touched the death rock or it was because you touched the death rock and then this series of events played out. Uh, to anyone who's coming to visit Lublin, uh, what would you advise them? Should they roll the dice? Uh, no, 
don't roll the dice. It's not worth it. It, it was months of illness and uh, it was, I've never been so sick in my life and close to death. Um, I do relate it to the stone. I absolutely do. Yeah, that, that stone is no joke. And uh, you know, it's the worst part of this story. I see in the comments here, well, Machik is watching, who uh, actually filmed three states at once with us in America. So, Chesh Mache, that's amazing. And uh, my cousin, Jesse, who is really superstitious, is watching right now. She's never been to Poland. I've been asking her to come visit me for years. And I'm afraid that after hearing this story, you know, she, she won't bite the bullet and come, come visit me. But uh, I think as, as long as she stays away from that misfortune rock, everything should be okay, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, you know, I want to go again. I'm going to go again, probably even this year. And I will yeah. visit the stone, but like I said, I will give it respect. I know you well enough, Aunt Chrissy. I know you're touching this stone again. And maybe we should live broadcast that. <laughs> that is possible. <laughs> yeah. Well, you want to know a secret? Yeah. Um, and actually, I was with Machik's brother when I did this. I touched that oh, stone. Oh, no. I touched it like years ago. Yeah, so I don't know. I think that it's not a, I think that it takes you in its own time. Okay, right. So. But I have a question. Did you mock it? When you touched it, I think I sort of mocked it, you know, because I stood on it and, and I laughed and, you know, I'm like, oh, it's nothing, you know, I don't and believe Chrissy, in this. This is so funny. Look at yourself. You're, you're smiling in this picture. You're right. gleeful. Like, like, ha ha, right. death, I own you. Like, no, I was the right. opposite. I, when I touched it, there was serious reverence and there was regret that's lingering like until right now. So hopefully, hopefully, right. and I, it was just like a little touch too. Like maybe it could be an accident, um, but yours, you, you took it all the way. I mean, I, I give you, you get street points for that. Like that was full conviction. <laughs> Standing in that. All right, well, you know, and Ryan, we should actually be honest and let the audience know, you know, that you dared me to do it. No, I'm kidding. That. That's you did it. No, you didn't. You didn't. That's a joke. Yeah. That's totally a joke. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you were telling me, you know, like, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, no, I was, I was concerned uh, for you and your, in your yep. old age. It's no time to be playing around with these kind of things. So, and Chrissy, I love you. Thank you so much for coming here and uh, sharing sure. the story with everyone. Okay, I love you too. Yeah. See ya. So that was my uh, Aunt Chrissy, everyone, who uh, tempted fate by touching Lublin's death rock. Let me know what you think of that story in the comments below. Do you believe in the myth, uh, the myth, the, the legend of Lublin's misfortune rock? Or, um, you know, are we just being a little too superstitious here? Anyways, that is it for today's episode. Subscribe and uh, stay tuned for new exciting guests next week.